we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yo 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 I'm DJ Envy. And I go by the name of Charlemagne the God with the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. And currently we are on vacation. Man, totally disconnected. Yes. We're not even really here. You think you're listening to us, but we're not. Well, we are not. We're here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be playing uh, some of our top interviews and some throwbacks. So, keep it locked. Red is going to be running the boards. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey, Charlamagne. <laughs> Listen, I'm a married man. I'm about not, not, about, not about to have no phone sex with you on this damn radio. Oh, I got you. I got you stuttering over there, girl. Yeah, just hey, you phone got sex. Stuttering. Well, get it off your chest, Trav. No, no, that's my equipment messing up. <laughs> What's up? Oh, hey. What's up, Yee? His equipment's messed yeah, equipment's up. What's up, Trav? <laughs> Listen, I'm calling to talk about. Listen, girls gotta stop thinking that they man is gay 
over the littlest things. Like, girls have a problem showing me pictures of their man after they think he's gay or telling me. This girl yesterday going to say that her man like to sleep naked on his stomach with the, like, age with the, age, <laughs> like the <laughs> with the fan blowing on him. And she tells her, is that gay? I said, because he like a little cool breeze on his butt. How does that make him gay? It's hard to sleep on your stomach, though. I sleep on my stomach all the time. Well, Trav, you I are gay. <laughs> in all fairness. That is a fact, Trav. <laughs> you know what, you, you got a point. Now I got to go tell her that her man might be gay. He, he might be gay. <laughs> there you have it. Damn it, man. Mystery solved. <laughs> Bye, Trav. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Nadia. Anonymous you do not have to be anonymous on the radio. All you got to do is say another name. Yeah, bro. you could have made up a name. He was still searching names. Either way, but look, I was delivering food, right? And I knew the person I was delivering food to, but uh, it was old co-worker stuff. And the dude, the boyfriend, came out and started was like, what's up, what you saying with my girl? And he stole on me. I'm literally delivering food from my DoorDash and all that. And dude stole on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out. Should I get a restraining order? Should I retaliate the hood way? Like, <laughs> man, shut up. That man punched you in your face right then and there. You ain't did nothing. You ain't going to do nothing after the fact. Leave it alone. Why you don't go back to that house, bro. Hey, where is born? You better stay away from that man. Hey, that punch hurt? Hey, did that punch hurt? Nah. Don't lie. Don't nah. lie. Tell the truth. Tell don't the lie. truth. So why you ain't hit him back then if the punch ain't hurt? Because they was like, literally, stole on me, then literally just put me in the chokehold. And then they... He put you in the dope feet. So you he, he beat you up then. He beat you up. It's okay. So when you got back up, what happened? Literally, he was gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when you woke up, he was gone. Yeah, after you woke up, he was gone. He ain't going to stick around when you've been asleep for 10 minutes. Yeah, hey, leave listen. that man alone, man. In the words of uh, Craig's daddy and Friday, okay? So, so you win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. Huh? No, don't man, you ain't gonna do nothing. Then stop. Why you want to retaliate? Leave him alone. He Leave beat you exactly. Up. Somebody got people on his head. What how, you saying? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? That's Well, listen. I was born in 1978. I turned 40. <laughs> I turned 44 yesterday. You come. We come from an era where if you lose a fist fight, you just lose a fist He's fight. Lost. Leave it at that. Just leave it alone, bro. I get that on. I ain't that old. Okay, well, listen. This, this, if you want to retaliate, ask him for a fair one. Then. Oh, that's a bet. That's a bet. You better not do that. Way, nah, don't bro. do that. Cause he, bro, bro, trust me, bro. He, he, he whooped your ass one time. That's right. It, it ain't worth. It ain't worth it. Cause think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. You retaliate. You do something. Now you go into jail. It's a, if it's a fair one, I'm cool with that, though. As long as it ain't no... He like, lost this one and dude put him in a dope fiend. And he just going to get put in the dope fiend again. <laughs> he lost, man. You, you going to train, train before the next fight? Now, look. It ain't no training for this. It ain't no training for this. You need training. <laughs> the man beat you. It's okay, man. You need training. Listen, I, listen, I, I done got punched on camera, bro. You done, you done seen the can I get a drop. I ain't got no time for retaliation. Who cares? Like We're too old. Let it go, yeah, bro. Yeah, let it go. People already know who you is. That's even worse. Exactly. I got punched in the head and got seen by millions of people. You think, I, you think I'm sitting around? Just regular people out here. You know what I'm saying? You know let how it go. All the more reason for you to let it go, sir. All the more reason for me to retaliate. No, why? You gonna okay. go to jail? You gonna retaliate? You gonna hurt him? You gonna go to jail? Is it worth it? No, we don't know if he gonna. I doubt he gonna hurt him. Now, gonna okay, so magic question: <laughs> If you go get a fair one, you and him just fight straight up. If he beat you again, then what? They gonna go for a third time. I'm gonna call it a fair fight. You gonna what? That's honest. I'm gonna call it a fair fight. Dude, snuck. All right, I'm gonna tell you what to do then, because you you said you either want to fight again or you want to press charges, right? 
ain't no pressing charges. You just said you want to get a restraining order against him. So to get a restraining order, you got to press charges. Oh, that, I want you to press charges. No, 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 no. I'd rather you press charges. Well, we'll get a restraining order. Yeah, I'd rather you get a restraining order. Nah. You're about to lose your job right. and you're about to go That's to jail right. for doing something stupid. And Leave that, it alone. That man, that man, that man done beat you up so bad you wanted to get a restraining order. <laughs> so I don't know why you acting all tough now. Let it go, bro. Have a good one, man. But no, don't hang up on this man yet. I want you. You gonna let it go? Maybe. Do you, do you have kids, bro? Nah. Man, let it. Your keep, mom and daddy gonna have to visit you in jail because you gonna do something stupid. Leave it alone. We win some, we lose some. Let it go. Did your girl see you? Did your girl see you get beat up? Nah. Alright then, so let it go. Nobody saw it. Nobody even knows. That's why. And you anonymous. Nobody knows this happened, bro. If it's not on video, nobody saw it. Let it go. Change the narrative. Tell everybody you beat him up. Nobody seen it. You <laughs> were <Word> up. <laughs> you could have called up here and lied to us. Yes. Uh, Alright, we'll see. There ain't no we'll see. Don't do nothing stupid, bro. God bless you, man. Goodness gracious. Sending you healing energy, man. <laughs> he got knocked out. The man done hit you and choked you out, and then you talk about you want. You, you, the first thing he did when he called up here was say, should I get a restraining order or retaliate? <laughs> you know how bad somebody got to do you if you want to get a restraining order? Just get the restraining Just order. Just relax, man. Come on, let it go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800 585 1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yes, my name is George McGee. Hey, morning, brother. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I was um, involved in an accident. I was hit by a United States truck. I was in my yard and. Uh, Police officer came out. They did a report. Police officer did a false report. Mm. And the attorney that I had, he sold me out. Damn. Have you filed a formal complaint yet? Have you filed like a real complaint? I, I filed a complaint against the police officer. Mm. And uh, I did an affidavit, sworn statement. What I'm saying to you, I sent it to the uh, on, on, in the sworn statement. Well, we sending you thoughts and prayers, my brother. Absolutely, brother. I'm sorry. I wish I had more for him. Hello. It's just certain situations. I don't have anything else other than to let people vent. That's what we do. We open the phone lines, let them vent, let them get it off. And then sometimes all we can provide is thoughts and prayers. I don't, you know. That's it. And Ben, right. I could, I mean, I could provide him Ben Crump, but Ben, I'm Ben busy. He's busy. Get things on the plate right now. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hello, good morning, DJ Envy. Charmaine the God and Jay. My guy. What's my up? guy. Sing them numbers for me, King. One, two, three. <laughs> now, um, I have a new single out. It's called Isabella. I just wanted to give it a shout out if you guys can check it out. Man, Isabella. I, 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 I don't just right shout it out. I want to hear it. Just give me a little acapella version, bro. Okay, so it's more French, Lingala, English. So let's, let's hear it. You wind it up and down, left, right, in the middle. You come on the left side. Hey. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uncle Johnny oh, made my brother, dress man. that cheap spandex. She looks a mess. We didn't hear what you said, brother, but uh, e email a uh, record. Party on. Tell her what's your email? Yeah, DJ Envy. I've been sending you a bunch of emails and a lot of 
I know you're a busy guy. So he can't wait. Who I am right now, just want to make my shot. Oh, okay. Look at artists on Ultimate Platform. Thank Blessings, you. brother. Uh, Blessings. All right, brother. All right. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Aisha calling from Virginia, but always ripping Dallas two one four. Okay, Dallas, you home? You, are you a Cowboys fan? I am. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> good morning, mama. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to get it off my chest. Um, my car is in the shop right now, and I feel like these dealerships just be fixing piece by piece just to get you back in there to spend more money. They talking about now I gotta pay two thousand dollars because something is wrong with the inside of my engine. But oh, I just had my car fixed two months ago. Damn. Well, don't worry, cause them them dealerships are about to, about to be hit in a minute. <sighs> All those cars that they purchased overpriced, those cars are coming down in price. They're gonna be upside down. So they they gonna they gonna feel it in a little bit, and that's what they probably feeling it now. So they probably charging people for extra ish. Tell so, Envy you feel them, but they ain't got nothing to do with your engine right now. I know, right? And then they said the parts <laughs> is only like five hundred, and the label is fifteen hundred. I can do it myself. You can't do it yourself. How you know what this woman can do? <laughs> she might have went to trade school. I can get on YouTube. I can get <laughs> on YouTube and See? figure out exactly what to do. That's right. All right, figure it out, boo. Sometimes you, you <laughs> might you might have to do that to, to save some money. It's gonna take you probably three weeks to do that. What, what what's wrong with the car? I mean, but that's okay. That's okay because right now my boyfriend helped me out. You know, with his car. Can that's I show him out real quick? Yes, sure. please. Okay, I want to shout out my boyfriend, uh, Seven to Save. He also has a podcast called Porch Stories uh, on all major platforms, YouTube uh, as well, and TikTok and Instagram. All right, okay. well, thank you. Good luck, mama. Thank y'all so much. If I was you, I'd put my cash app out there just in case somebody feels, you know, want to help you okay, out a little so bit. my cash app <laughs> is uh, 8baby2717 if anybody want to help me because my car is literally in the shop right now. <laughs> all right, mama, have a good one. Thank you, you too. You too, now, Mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. What did he say? He said y'all did something, though. What was he trying to accuse y'all of? He couldn't, he couldn't really figure it out. Probably we. The first thing was... ID. ID. Mm-hmm. So I got a friend. He, he didn't have his ID on him, but he had a picture, and he had two credit cards. So we trying to use that. He like... No. First of all, when we pulled up to the plane, he outside the plane like this. IDs. Mm -hmm. I had never outside the plane. Outside the plane. I never heard of that. I never heard of that. I'm like, that's different. We ain't really, really give you no hard time. Cause I got a show, so everybody show ID. He don't got an ID, but he let him like take his stuff on the plane. Cause we like he finna find it. So once he don't find it, my my buddy don't even give him no hard time. He gonna get off the plane. Now, the flight attendant, she's like. Well, we got to go ahead and get in the air. I'm like, man, we done been sitting here. I'm hungry now. I want to eat. She's like, no, who going to eat in the air? No. Ain't y'all paying them? It ain't, and uh, I pay yes. for the food. <laughs> paying a lot, too, by the yeah. way. This ain't a $1,000 first Yeah, paying a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, it, but it's still just we talking about food. Ain't mm -hmm. nobody going to get disrespectful. Like, we we players. We pee now. Mm -hmm. We ain't really trying to just really give you no hard time. Mm -hmm. So now, I'm like, man, I still own, before he take off, bring the food. She come back. She like, well, we 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 didn't get the food. We thought wow. the food that the food that y'all ordered the place was closed. I'm like, no, they ain't. But whatever, go ahead, just take it back, man. I mean, to cut you off. I gotta know what y'all rich be eating. What you was eating? Finger licking. I'm trying. I was just in my hand. Okay, okay. I'm trying to get finger. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I'm trying to finger licking. All right, okay. <laughs> now the pilot talking about man, someone disrespected my colleagues. I'm like, who? Man, everybody got the plane. What? Man, no. Felt like Rosa Parks. No. 
stayed on there till the police came. They couldn't really even get get us off the plane because he didn't have an, a real reason. We like, well, what he said? Well, he he said, I don't know. Talk to her. And we like now. I'm like, man, who disrespects you? She like, I don't want to talk about it. I just don't want to talk about it. What? Yeah, I don't want to talk about nothing. Well, let me talk about the, the 40000 for the plane. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about being, Let's talk about, you know what I'm saying? Repay me back and we can try again another time. No money. No. That don't work. We ain't even lift off the, like, we ain't took off yet. Do not take that money. Had to just, like, really raise and give them a problem, but they ended up giving us the money back. They like, got to get another jet, another pilot. Right. To get you here on time. Right. But when we was waiting, because the dude kept saying, all right, y'all ain't going to get off. Um, or I right, two more minutes. I'm like, two more minutes. He tell my, well, two more minutes. I'm like, well, two more minutes. You say something that I ain't gonna say. Like, we waiting. But at, right now, while we waiting, we called the, the other managers. Like, man, y'all look for another plane. Go to a different broker. So do y'all complain to customer service? Their customer service for these things. It's like you go to a broker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you complain to the broker because right. you know we don't. Every time we don't know like who on the plane or who the pilot gonna be. So it's like. When we went through it and that actually that company, Paradise, whatever, like they just wasn't a good company, like you know what I'm saying? So they get one star Uber rating, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alright, we have more with Gunner when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. 
So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right, Gunna, can we talk about this song, Living Wild? Yes. So health-wise, how are you taking care of yourself or doing anything differently now? Um, Drinking water. <laughs> I'm drinking water. What's your number <laughs> cup, though, Gunna? That is, that's number some, 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 some soda. All right, some soda. No, but seriously, because it has to be, you know, you said in the song that you were in the hospital, kidney failures and all of that. So are you doing anything differently? Because that's serious. Yes, yes. I, I'm actually drinking more water. Mm-hmm. I'm eating greens. Now, I, I wasn't a vegetable person. And I was supposed to work out. I started. Then I stopped. Well, you know health is the real wealth. All the clothes right. and the jewelry, the car, that don't mean nothing. You got to be right physically, mentally, emotionally healthy. Right. Why'd you stop working out? The tranny burnt me out. It's good for performances too, for your wind and everything. Them, that's be my workout. When I go on tour, mm-hmm. I, I get trimmed. And if you gonna marry Chloe, because Chloe athletic, thin in <laughs> shape, right? You know what I mean, <laughs> right? How would you feel since you're not ready to settle down if she dated somebody else right now? Oh, that 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 wouldn't be P of her. You know, that wouldn't be very P of her to you know take my time and waste it. But you can't expect a woman to wait on you either, though, Gunner. Why? I mean, not a woman like that. I mean, not a woman like her, but... Yeah. Why? <laughs> because she gonna want to have a life, too. You know what I mean? Maybe she's like, oh, this is what I want, and our goals aren't aligned right now. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm for sure gonna keep it pee if she moved home. You know that, but I wouldn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we supposed to be doing something, you know what I mean? And that's, that's with any woman, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, so is it official get... between y'all or y'all like a couple? Nah, He's nah, not ready. Good. You know, I want you to do good. I want you to really think about the people you around that make your energy go up and the people that you around that make your energy go down. Because every time you talk about Chloe, you get to smiling mm-hmm. and feet get to shuffling. That's good, man. You got too much with them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is mop? Break that down. What's mop? Oh, gosh. So mop, the, the acronym for mop is mouth on peeps. <laughs> if you mop and you dry it out, like it, it never really dry. Mm-hmm. It never ever is just all the way dry. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times you rain, it's never. And that's how her mouth is. It's like a mop. <laughs> like it just, it never get dry. I don't care how many, you know what I'm saying? And that's where it came from, a mop. Like, oh, baby, you like a mop. I was thinking it was when you <laughs> on her face. And then her face is all wet, like a mop. I don't nah, know. Nah, nah, she look like a cow then when we okay. do that. That's a cow. You know, that's a, we made her cow then. Well, she that she just mopping it, it just yeah, yeah, wet, yeah, like yeah. it just it won't. You like a mop, baby. You yeah. don't, it don't dry. The record with Drake, they said that uh, it's still coming. They said it's done, but clearance problems. Man, that song finna drop today. Today, today. I'm putting that song out. It should be out already. Really? So it was clearance problems initially. Yes, it was the samples. It was a um, Donna. Donna Summer Summer mm-hmm. Sample And uh God bless the dead She passed So I didn't I didn't know You know we didn't know We just was um, Metro He he made the beat And um We tried to reach out To the states And just they wasn't Getting back with it You know And then When they actually Heard the song They like mm, I don't know about that You know so Well I got the content Right What's it about It's pussy power But okay. She's moaning. And that record about to, to drop today. But man, Drake about to keep somebody from Toronto from getting number one. Is that record gonna scream so crazy? Right. That's the play. Did they have to replay the sample, or were you able to clear it? Nah, I had to. Re- I had to get another girl to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the grocery store, man, because I don't feel like people talk about that enough. You partnered with Gooder to open this grocery store in Atlanta to give out free groceries to people. How's that going? How's that project going? It's going good. It feeds up to 175 kids weekly. Damn. You got to restock out of pocket? Yes. Okay. But like Foot Locker, they did like kind of not like a deal, but like it's like a sponsor where like if I ever just hit them like, y'all want to do some, I need some more shoes for mm-hmm. the school, they going to do it. And it's just free for everybody. All kids. Man, that's the that's P. And think about that's all the your flyest people. shit I've seen a rapper do in a long time. And think right. about all your people that have clothes that they might have wore once and never wear again that they could even donate. Right. Or never wore that at too. all, got for free. That too. Mm-hmm. The merch, like when he come on the tour, like, I'm like, bro, what I said, let me get that. He give me all that. Put it all in the store. Now I saw you and Young Thug also paid uh bail for thirty low level inmates. And so that was an amazing thing that you did. So mm-hmm. what are some more things that are on your heart that you want to do? Because I see the give backs that you're doing for your community. I want to do something for the families that just had an incident here. Um, the Bronx? Yes. You reach out to Fat Joe. Yeah, Fat exactly. Joe. Got a, I donated to Fat Joe yesterday. Yeah, Fat Joe, was, yeah. he, he's, been, okay. he's been out there. He's him, from the Bronx. Him and the mayor. Him and okay. Mayor Eric Adams got a, been out there every yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I know I wanted to do something. And that's just that's how I be going about things, because mm-hmm. that's how I even came up with the store. I was out of town when they went back to school, but I knew I wanted to do something for back to school. Mm-hmm. So like, got with Gooder, and they kind of just made it look official. Like Jasmine, she just a goat with it. Like she makes sure it's straight. Like it's gonna be 
in order. Everybody gonna get something, and it ain't gonna be chaos. Like, right. tell Jasmine, hit me. I want to do that and connect, connect Gunner with Joe, man. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. For Imagine sure. if every celebrity gave back to the school that they went to, and you know, did something like oh, that. I would that love would to do that. I want to connect with Gunner. I want to do exactly that grocery store thing. That's, that's the flyest right. idea, that's man. That's, that's what you did. I want to do that in my hometown. That's fly. My album is out right now. Yeah. Make sure you get it. And Let's play the joint off the album. What you want to hear? And, and, and it's meant for you to get into fashion. Cause you gotta fit your name. Your real name sounds like a designer already. My real name is my clothing brand too. Sergio Giovanni. Sergio Giovanni. It sound like Sergio Giovanni. Yeah, that's most definitely exactly. the clothing brand. Oh, so you I got be, a clothing line coming? It's Sergio Giovanni. Wow. Okay. I promise. I already got it. I've been working on pieces. I'm coming like mink socks, suede t-shirts. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna get all to them, but okay. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Trim. All yeah. right, it's gonna. Gonna. Go it's grab the, that album. And it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. If you just join us, we're asking, do you support your partner's product if it's trash? Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Marquise, man. I'm Charlemagne. Envy. Peace, King. Peace, peace. Talk to us. Hello, Marquise. Well, first of all, you're supposed to support your, your spouse no matter what. You feel me like that? Like, if it's trash, oh, well. Do it, because she's going to support you. Okay. I don't want and, uh, that though. I don't want her just to support me just because. I want her to tell me the truth. Cause we gotta be the best versions of ourselves. I feel like if they say, hey, be prepared for this and that, but I'm gonna still support you either way, then you all good. True. I'm not mad at that. Now, now your girl opened up something you ain't support, bro. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. She, so it's it like 10 years ago. She probably don't care today, Charlamagne. But she had, she had a gym. It was called the Fit Bar. And. If you signed up, anytime you came in the gym, you had to say, oh my God, this is a great gym. Or she canceled your membership. I'm like, wow. that's pretty stupid. But I, I don't know, bro. She had like 10 people sign up. Eight of them did to say, oh my God, this is a great gym. So they canceled your membership. So now she ain't had like 200 grand. Damn. Yeah, pretty I don't, stupid, bro. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't support her, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I told you it's pretty dumb, but you know, it's my chick. You got you. I got you. Okay. You got to. Hello, who's this? <laughs> um, this Heather. Heather, good morning. Do you support your partner's product if it's trash, Heather? Uh, I would, but I probably would find someone on the side that has maybe a little better, but <laughs> not tell so, them because, I mean, it's not lying. So you'll get a side you piece? Yourself, <laughs> what? We didn't even ask that. But I'm just saying I would. So did you just say you would, Heather? Did you just say you would get a side piece? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm saying like I would, I would, like, like you said, if it if, if it was shoddy, you know, would if it was bad, would I support it? I would because I'm his wife. You know, I'm out back up anything he does. But hey, you got to stop pouring vodka in your cereal, man. <laughs> you, eat your, you eat your frosted flakes with with vodka, clearly. Oh, right, it's tequila. No, I just, I would just get okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. A little bit better. What? What? Just do my thing, you know. Whatever. So you like fr you like Fruit Loops? You like Fruit Loops and tequila for breakfast, Heather? Mm -hmm. Kind of. <laughs> huh? A little. Okay, okay. Okay. 
I love y'all so much. I love the Breakfast Club. I love y'all. So listen, are you are you on the way home or just getting up? I'm just trying to make sense of this. Are you leaving someplace? Or just are... yeah, I, I I actually just took my husband to work. So I'm up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Did you celebrate National Tequila Day over the weekend? She's still celebrating. <laughs> yeah. See? We, hey, hey, it was a fun weekend. Hey, I can hey, tell, Heather. Heather, can you say the alphabet yeah. one time? You shouldn't be drink. You shouldn't be drinking and driving, though, Heather. Say the mm-hmm. alphabet, Heather. No, oh no, no, no! Don't support that. Don't ever, don't ever drink and drive. Okay, Heather. You get home yeah. safe. Yeah, I will. Heather, what All kind right. of car are you driving, Heather? What kind of car are you driving, Heather? Oh, I have a 1998 uh, uh, Chevy uh, uh, Z71. 1600 is listed. What city are you in? You selling it? What? Uh, uh, it's, it's uh, oh, the Port City. 910, baby. That's Virginia? Mm-hmm. Port City. Where's Port City at? No, Richmond? No, Wilmington. Wilmington, North, North Carolina? Delaware. Wait. Yes. North Carolina or Delaware? No, North Carolina. Do me a favor. Pull over on the side of the road and call nine one one and report a drunk driver in um in Wilmington. Can you do that for me? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. all right, Heather. You get home safe. Yeah, I will. I love. I love listening to y'all. Thank y'all. Thank, thank you. Heather. Be safe, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. All righty then. I'm concerned. All right, is there more to the story? Mm, I, I don't know. Just get out of Heather's way. If you're in Will- Williamton, uh, Lord have mercy. Get out of Heather's way. This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Yes, indeed. First time he's been on the Breakfast Club, which is crazy. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> oh man, thank, thank y'all. Good morning, and rise and grind. And, and, and you know it's. It's a super honor and a pleasure to finally be on the Breakfast Club in the morning, man. Yeah, we you know, try to we, do this we, in person, but uh, we saw you in the club or the album release party. I was like, nah, Buster been around too many people. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to do this one in person, but uh, because of COVID and all the restrictions we got up here, we couldn't do it in person. So we uh, got to do it on the Zoom, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. When I got the word that we was gonna go in that, what's the the the, the big movie theater thing? Yeah, the that- iHeartRadio theater here downstairs. I ain't gonna lie, I was excited as hell to experience that. Son. Yeah, right. it would have been a lot of fun. Great about it, but I've never been down there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Extinction Level Event Two. That's the project that's out right now. Eleven years in the making. This album seems more like a reminder to who and what black black people are. Why, why, why do you feel like this was the divine moment to release that? Actually, Charlemagne, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I. I wanted to release the album way before now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think any anybody, especially as an artist with the passion that I have, I don't think what we love to do. I, I just didn't have circumstantially a lot of things was playing out in a way that just wasn't aligned. The stars just wasn't aligning for me to put it out mm-hmm. with, with what I felt the album deserved and what I felt how the album should be treated. Like this is probably the first time that I ever literally put all of myself mind body and spirit money time patience every dream every thought every emotion every idea the years of 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 trying to find the comfort to actually share vulnerability for the first time in a way that i never have and i just felt like you know i was i was exploring options with these record companies 
that wasn't showing me that they really deserved to have this body of work. Mm-hmm. Just showing me the enthusiasm and the excitement and and just the, the, the willingness to support this in the way that you're seeing happening now with the phenomenal rollout and the campaigning and, you know, just just all of the, the, the presence that the record is having offline and online in this way. Nobody showed me that until I got into business with Empire. And that took time. I ain't gonna front. Um, a long time. A, a long time, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know something? In the process, man, I learned a lot because patience ended up becoming my one of my greatest weapons. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to be patient in a lot of situations while being forced to be patient in this situation all the way down to how I dealt with my kids. You know what I'm saying? So it was good for me. It was good for me personally and it was good for me creatively and it was good for me professionally. And it ended up working out in a way that superseded my like my every level of expectation for me personally. Like when you I, the Queen Angela Lee said, how you doing? And I said, I'm feeling like I'm literally floating on a whole nother plane of energy. I mean that literally to the last syllable of the, of the saying, because it's 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 been a lot of hard work, but damn, I ain't never really felt the album from Buster Rhymes. I've had a, a bunch of classic moments and milestone moments throughout my, my, my tremendously blessed career, but I've never had an album receive this kind of overwhelming love and support from everybody, from the, the fans, the extended family, the, 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 the my peers, you know, other artists and athletes, and just even all of y'all. Like, you know how y'all let me take the whole station over for the weekend? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's just been beautiful, man. And I'm, 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 a, I'm a real happy and proud of this moment, dude, in, a, in an indescribable way. But again, from a divine perspective, it do feel divine. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne, it feels divine in the sense of it's so on time, even though it took so long to get to this point and it wasn't planned to take this long. It feels so perfect timing-wise, feeling-wise, the energy, obviously the content and the, 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 the perfect balance of science and heat. You know, we come from the era of the gods, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You too, Envy, you know about that. When gods had a significant presence you know, we was raised in that time where knowledge itself was important. Being smart was cool. You know, the Zulu nation was running around. So I'm, I'm from that era. I, I always feel a duty and an obligation to, to give people a, a good balance and, and, and a good, you know, a good balance of science and heat. And some of those moments are on this project. The, the record master, master for Muhammad, right? Powerful yes. record. I'm, I'm sure mad people Googling uh, master for Muhammad now because of that record. But why Ross? <laughs> why Ross for that? The reason why I pick Ross for that is because Ross and a lot of us have been directly influenced by Master Fard, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Master Fard was a man that he, he came here from from the Middle East and, you know, he came to Detroit a little bit before the 1930s and he gave the knowledge itself to Elijah Muhammad. But in the process, it's his, what what makes him incredible in the sense of why we named the song Master Fard Muhammad, you know, we all obviously like to dress up. You know what I'm saying? We all like to look good, even when we're dressing down. Mm-hmm. Like to look good, right? That great pride and, and that great uh, part of excellence in black people in, one of the, in, in, in when wanting to present ourselves a certain way, 
but from the black excellence perspective, that whole mentality, Master Fard had a, a significant role in, in, in instilling that in black man at the time when it was important. So he was going door to door, giving knowledge itself to common man, black people. But in the process, the way he gave that knowledge itself, he was selling silks to attract the attention of the common man in order to give them the science and give them the information, yeah, right? Yeah, dope, dope. So, so in the process of dealing with them with the silks, you know, you, you going through looking at the silk materials and the different colors and, you know, he giving you all of these options to keep your time occupied while he's giving you jewels. Also, while he's helping you realize the significance of how you present yourself as a civilized person. So now he transformed these people into people with knowledge of self and the nation of Islam. And that's why you see, you know, the nation of Islam dress code is with the bow ties and the suits and, and looking gotcha. great. So, you know, that influence spread to our culture without us realizing, you know, we we like to dress up. Mm-hmm. So that's why Ross say, Master Muhammad sold silks going door to door, giving knowledge to the brothers that are wanted more. We a nation of brothers, such a wonderful force. Go straight to the Quran if you wanted the source. So it's like Ross, a perspective and, and information like that coming from Ross, who's actually not 5% and he's not Muslim, is important mm-hmm. to me because now it's coming from somebody who is not a man of Islam, but it's also a black man who bear witness to the truth and his reach and his ability to also show black man that ain't necessarily 5% on Nation of Islam. It's okay to research this information and be proud of it, even if you're not a member of the nation of the gods and earths or the Nation of Islam. So that's why it was strategically done in that way. All right, we got more with Buster Rhymes when we come back, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. 
It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. So, boss, what, what have happened to that record? What did y'all do with it? Do, do you and Drake record? Let that, me expl- that was a hard record. Let me explain that. I started that. playing that record. I, I couldn't understand why DJs wouldn't play that record. That record was a was a tough record. And you, you thank you, Envy. Thank you. I'm gonna be honest with you though. The record was never made with the intention of it being a Buster Rhyme song. What ended up happening when 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 Diddy what originally happened. Diddy was working on the Dirty Money album, right? Mm-hmm. The girls from Danny D. Kane. I mm-hmm. forget the, the queen's names. Don, 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 Don. I forgot the other sister name. No, Don and another sister. Right. So those, those two queens, they was working with Diddy on that album. And that album, at the time, Diddy was looking for, for verses and songs for that album. So I was in a session at... Um, and I forget what Diddy was recording it, but I played him a few beats from Jay Dilla because I got this unbelievable batch of Jay Dilla beats that he left me with before he passed and went back to the essence. But in any event, I'm real selective with who I give it to. I think the only person that I've given any of my Dilla beats to was Raekwon, the chef for Only Built for Cuban Links Park. Wow. And he blessed me with the opportunity to execute that project. And Dilla been gone since like, you know, like 03, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I, I haven't really spread out his music because I, I want to make sure I'm putting his music in hands of worthy candidates that's going to rep his music right, keep his legacy alive. Diddy was in a dope space creatively that was different from any of like the super mainstream records that Diddy is known for making and the club records. So he was in a, another space creatively. The Dilla joints fit what he was trying to do sonically. So I gave him these about three, four beats. 
he ended up giving Drake, he put, he took two of the Dilla beats and turned them into one song, right? Could you hear how it starts with one beat and then when it's time to rhyme, when Drake comes in, it goes into another beat. Those yeah. were two different Dilla beats and Diddy put them together for one song. Diddy gave it to Drake for Drake to write verses for the song. The song didn't get finished. Diddy played it for me and I told him to give it to me. Let me finish it for you so that he could use this song and I could be a part of this project. And that's how we've been vibing over the years. It's like, I pop up on Diddy, he play me some shit. If they feel like he got something where I can get in where I fit in, I'm gonna jump in the double dutch roll. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This was like one of those moments to me. Flavoring Your Air was another one of those moments to me. This victory, like I'll come to the studio and there'll just, there'll be a blank that needs filled, filling. And I'll just, I'll be like, I got something for that and it'll happen. So That's I'll take- insane, because it feels like those two records were tailor-made for you. Yeah, Victory. Continue. Yeah, Victory and, and Flavin' Yeah, it's like- Yeah, Flavin' Yeah remix, both, yeah, both of those. Yeah, I I, I wasn't like, um, um, I, th I think I got the call for Victory. Did he, did he need the hook for Victory? I heard about Flavin' Yeah it happening. And when I called Diddy to get on it, he was like, of course, but then I was like, at the time I was trying to break Rampage. So I was like, yo, I got Rampage, my new artist. And he was like, all right, if I put him on, what I was going to pay you, you got to renege on that fee. <laughs> Man could get on. You know Diddy with his hustling ass. Absolutely. Happy birthday to Diddy anyway. With <laughs> <laughs> but Diddy, Diddy did me like that. And I took the, I made the sacrifice for Rampage to get the look. Obviously, you know, it was the, the one of the most incredible opportunities for at the time for Rampage to be in such good company as a new artist. And it was worth it, you know what I'm saying? But that's just sacrifice I'm willing to make to get my brothers in position and secure wins for them. And um, those blessings come back 10 times full. And, and it did, you know, Rampage was able to get a career launch out of that. And, you know, the, the, the hits came after that. Wow for the night and all yeah. of the bangers from Rampage. So he got a nice alley-oop. To, to run with it, and he, he ran with it. But again, back to the Drake joint with Diddy. You know, when I got the record, I put a verse on it and was trying to get it to Diddy. And then they ended up not doing nothing with the song. This is all the way back when he was working on that Dirty Money album. You okay. see how many years ago that was. Right. Long time ago. So this song is just sitting in the hard drive doing nothing, and then it, it leaked somehow. Like, I, I really... Didn't even remember the song was sitting in a hard drive. I'm super overprotective of my record. So I don't usually have leak issues. You know what I'm saying? Um, I record on my own hard drives. I leave with my studio with my hard drives. I come to the studio with my hard drives. I'm not saving nothing or backing up nothing on no studio's hard drive. Envy know me well enough to know that's how I don't. I'm super overprotective with my work. And especially if you're using other people's beats, you ain't paid them for their beats yet. Mm -hmm. Like I'm no problem with nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I try to wait until the business handle. I also try to wait until we know that when we ready to come with the joint, the record going to get supported properly. All of the ducks is lined up. But overall, that's what happened. So when the record leaked, even though you played it Envy, you see there wasn't no support behind the record. It was just floating around. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it would have been dope if it would have been something that we actually did together. But for me, I also want to make records if I make a record with somebody, I don't want it to be some piece together, unofficial. We ain't even have a conversation mm -hmm. about doing a record because me and Drake didn't actually have a conversation 
about doing a record. The story to- was Drake didn't clear it. That was the story that Drake didn't want to clear. He didn't want it out. That that was the yeah. story that was 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 heard. Yeah, that, but but that's because you know at the time when Swiss was getting into that on his live, he misinterpreted why the song wasn't coming out, and I was trying to straighten that out while we was in in the middle of that. You know what I'm saying? With giving him the clarity, you know, but um the narrative that he put out there at the time, you know, misled, you know, what the actual situation was. But, you know, fortunately, even that got resolved respectfully and, and you know, the, the, the energy is, is in a better place with that too. But, Good. you know, I just, we, we was raised with a certain code of ethics. I want to respect everybody when it comes to this music thing. If we actually didn't have a conversation about collabing, I'm not trying to put together no concoction that everybody ain't endorsing or co-signing. And that's the way we was raised. We ain't going to be out here using nobody's brand to get no buzz. And I wouldn't want that done to me. So I respected it. And until the moment presents itself, you know, uh, we'll see how long it's going to take for a collab like that to happen, if it does. All right, when we come back, we got more with Busta Rhymes. Let's get into a Busta Rhymes mini-mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Busta Rhymes mini-mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Busta Rhymes is still here. Charlamagne? So how'd you get the ODB feature on Slow Flow? The ODB feature was a different thing. ODB is my friend. That's my brother. That's the God, one of the most swiftest gods when it comes to knowledge itself. And... He was always a high scientist. You know that saying, a wise man can act and play the role of, of a, a fool, but a fool can't play the role of a wise man. Yeah, there you go. That was a song unique. As much as he was acting crazy out there, he's one of the most swift. He it was almost like a like like a he was like the gods that was on a PhD level with the with the science. I, I used to watch a song control these building sessions with the gods that was so out of control that it actually used to make gods afraid to want to partake in these building sessions. And, you know, that was the older way of doing things. You know, that that's not the real correct way to handle your air likes because then you, you, you run gods from the nation when you make them afraid to want to be amongst you. But that's how powerful Old Dirty was. And, you know, that, that resonated with me from back in Leaders of the New School days. He, he, he was very powerful and swift with the science back in the 90s, early 90s, 1991, we talking about. This is when RZA was Prince Rakim and Jizza mm-hmm. genius, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So this having such a long brotherhood and respect with the, with them them gods, it just, it just led into us doing things together in the studio. We ended up both being on a lecture together. He released Return to 36 Chambers before I put out the coming, you know what I'm saying? So. You know, we used to go to like BRE convention in New Orleans together. Y'all remember all that? So we was doing all of that together, doing electric showcases at these conventions together. So we just got had opportunity to go in the studio and do things. Um, I called RZA one day and um, I pulled up on RZA at his house in LA and um, I asked him for the original session because I had an acapella of Brooklyn Zoo. And I had got it from Rick Posada, who was our A&R at the time at Electra. And big up to Rick Posada. Um, I had the acapella, so I was able to hear these outtakes from the God that nobody ever heard. So, and in Brooklyn Zoo, I, I, I think we can all agree that was one of the most incredible, unconventional hip hop records. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, because 
the God ain't have no hook on there until the end. Mm -hmm. You know, he just blacked out for a whole verse and put a hook at the end of the song. And this was his first single. I was mine. That was mine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, we all trying to worry about hook, verse, hook, verse, hook. When song structures for radio, he go in the studio, he pops at the top like he about to beat somebody ass. He black out for a whole verse, put the hook at the end of the song. <laughs> so done. I said, this got to be the most, this some courageous shit, number one. And number two, it was inspiring. Love the song so much. I asked Ricky Posada to give me the acapella because we was recording at the studio together in Long Island called the Music Palace. And Old Dirty was out there as the only other artist from the city, Brooklyn in particularly, that knew about the Music Palace. I didn't think anybody knew about the Music Palace. It's one of the last dope analog studios with the two-inch tape reel machines and all of that in the studio to this day. So. Back at that time, they used to have Old Dirty record out there to keep him away from the 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 the, the, the mobs of homies you used to have coming in the studio to dis distract the process. So Rick Posada used to bring him all the way out there to get the work done to minimize the the confusion and the distraction. And I used to record this, so I used to see and hear things that he was doing in the studio that the world never heard. So I asked Rick Posada, bless me with the acapella. Acapella just had music bleeding in on the track because his headphones was too loud. So I didn't want to use that. I called RZA, went to the house in LA. He gave me the original session to Brooklyn Zoo. So when you hear him sing at the top of the song, yes, you won't, and I love you. And then he goes, no, man, I want to do my new rhymes, shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know them shits. You know, this is, this, <laughs> yo, this is just the God in the studio bugging out to himself before the beat come on that the world never heard. And I just was like, damn, you know, we, we, not only do I miss him, it just felt good to hear him in his free spirit space, not giving a fuck about shit. He just vibing to himself. And I know a lot of, a lot of hip hop fans and, and old dirty bastard supporters miss him. And I just feel like, you know, we always hear about big, and pock and pun when we celebrating the anniversaries of their passion or their birthday. But we don't really acknowledge a son enough. And I just felt like this was my way of reminding people that he was one of our greats and you know we need to salute him. And it just would feel good to hear him one more time on some hard shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This was my way of creating that moment for the God. Did you um help him with his album on Electra also? No, I didn't help him at all. Because I remember they asked you to. Yeah, they, well, they asked me to come in and just just, just try to get, find a moment that I could sh share with him because our energy was so similar that, you know, they, Rick Posada was looking for a moment for us to be able to have a monster collab with the combustion of energy that we both got individually, but how crazy and explosive it would be with us together. But we, we didn't get to create that moment for his project, but we did get to create that moment for the Wuha remix. Wuha remix, yeah. You know, 
me and Asan got to have our moment that goes down forever in history as a as a groundbreaking moment. And you know, I love the God and I miss the God, and I'm a, I'm always try to keep his legacy alive. Now, Bust, this is why we changed the interview so many times because we can't just have this, a this is disrespectful. Bust around interview. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Like, it I don't even like doing this over be. Zoom. It's disrespectful. Like, <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Like, there's so much we have to dive into, and now we I know we got to rap, but I hate it. That's why we were like, it's gotta be like a special. It's gotta be like the Bust around Breakfast Club special. When can Buzz come in studio? That's what we. When 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 can he come in the studio? I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm so in campaign mode that if y'all said we wanted to do this tomorrow, I could come in the studio tomorrow. We, we gotta we gotta we, figure we gotta do it out. next week for real. Yeah, we, we gotta, gotta figure got something to. out for next week where we can really do. Because the last thing we, I want to just talk about the verses. Nobody wants to f with you in verses, huh? You can't find <laughs> no contender. I heard I heard at first I, I heard a rumor that it was gonna be you and Missy and y'all were gonna do records and videos. So I was excited and then yeah, I was excited for that too. I'm not even gonna front. I was excited for that. I was excited for that because Missy is really like one of my best friends in the music game. I love her. Right. I love her a lot. She's inspired me. I've inspired her. We're like twins, brother and sister twins. And everything from the music to the videos to the crazy ass outfits. We was going through all of that shit. That would've been crazy. It didn't get to happen. Um, I want all the smoke. I gracefully sit in the smoking section. <laughs> but yo, if we could do this next week, let me tell we, you something. We have to. Man, I got too many questions. And I got questions. I got, I got like one of my favorite hip hop records of all time is "Why We Die." So I just want yeah. you. I, I want to know why that was never a single. I want to know about that whole collaboration. But let's say he's yeah, got a live hit right yeah, now, yeah, so we gotta let him. Yeah, let's set this up for next week. If, if we can, I'll, I'll get on with Dan and Shadow. And uh, we'll go from there. Yo, listen. Next MVP, week. Always a pleasure. Charlemagne, peace God. Envy, peace God. Angela Yee, peace queen. Love y'all and thank y'all for the great energy this morning. Peace, Lord. Iba. Hey, Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God, available and streaming everywhere. Also, Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God, reloaded with four new bangers on there, is also available and streaming everywhere. Y'all, please enjoy the experience. Thank y'all so much for the love. Love us. All right, peace, y'all. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our program today is brought to you by Peacock. Presenting the new original limited series, The Best Man. The final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday. And executive producer of Insecure. Stream the limited series now, only on Peacock. Charlemagne, say the gang, don't get other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yeah, I got those braces taken off yesterday, so my mouth should work right today. Okay? Donkey of the day. The 45-year-old Maggie Welling and 35-year-old Robert Vantine of Lincoln, Nebraska. Hold up. What? Is that that nigga? Is this the illest nigga in Nebraska? Fool, play that clip, right? Let me hear that one time. Is that that nigga? Is this the illest nigga in Nebraska? <laughs> if you don't know what line that movie from, then you ain't black. Now, some of y'all in life are just destined for jail. Okay, it is what it is. Some of y'all out here living the way you want to live, doing what you want to do, thinking there's no consequences to your criminal actions, and God be having a plan for y'all to sit your ass down, even if you don't think it's divine. It's probably not, because you are submitting your will to the devil by making poor choices. Either way, it's a choice. 
All right. Kanye West once said slavery was a choice. That's a damn lie. But being a convict usually is because you make these choices that, you know, can lead you to jail. And Maggie and Robert absolutely made choices that led them to jail. Now, I think these choices should have led them to rehab potentially based on the situation. But that's not the way our criminal justice system is set up. Now, Maggie and Robert either clearly like to have a good time or they are drug dealers. Okay, either Maggie and Robert are getting high or they getting money. Now, I want to talk to all the drug users and all the drug dealers who listen to The Breakfast Club every morning. Matter of fact, honk your horn if you sell drugs. Flash your lights if you use them. <laughs> you stupid, man. Hey. If you are driving and you are in your car and you have 247.3 grams of meth, if you have 171 prescription pills... 5.3 grams of shrooms and two glass pipes. How would you drive? Envy, how do you think you would drive? How cautious would you drive if you had all that on you? Very safely. Steering wheel, 10 and 2, seatbelt on. The only thing that could make you drive safer is if you had a gun in the car and a dead white woman in the trunk. Okay? Depending on what race you are. All right? Either way, there is no way you should be driving erratically, speeding, or anything when you're riding that dirty. When you're riding that dirty, you have to make sure... You are driving clean. Okay, license up to date, registration, insurance, everything, because you want to avoid the police. But like I told y'all, some of y'all is just destined for jail. Some of y'all are on a collision course with the prison system. And that's what happened to Maggie and Robert, literally, because they were driving in Nebraska at 2.25 a.m. And according to Lincoln police, these fools with all these drugs in the car ran a red light. This is what Sincere was trying to tell Buns and Belly. Did you not see that red light? Listen, let me hear that one, Red. Oh, f***ing cops can't touch me. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. F*** that. That's me. Untouchable. That's right. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. F that. That's me. Untouchable. Well, guess what? Sincere and Buns didn't get touched in that moment, but Maggie and Robert did. All right, they ran the red light and their vehicle crashed into a police car. Did you hear me? Mm -mm -mm. They ran the red light and their vehicle crashed into a police car that was heading northbound. And during the car wreck, traffic stop, the officer observed the glass pipe. Not the kind the Biden administration was giving out, all right? These aren't the safe smoking supply kits. These were the actual crack pipes. It was on the floor in plain sight. And then officers conducted a search and found all the dope I mentioned before. Therefore, they earned this. Okay, Welling was arrested for possession with intent to deliver five counts of possession of a controlled substance. Vantine was arrested for possession with intent to deliver five counts of possession of a controlled substance. Both of them were cited and released for possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, they earned all those charges. Okay, and this is what happens when you are indeed two of the craziest vanilla niggas in Nebraska. Please give Maggie Welling and Robert Van Teen of Lincoln, Nebraska, the biggest hee-haw. All right. What does cited and released mean? Cited, you got a ticket and then released. For all that drugs? I don't know. Let me, yeah, let me, damn. Let me double check that. Cited usually means a ticket. Damn. Huh? I want to clue boss for vanilla niggas in Nebraska. They're using that privilege to their advantage. Yeah. God damn it. Cited, you got a citation and then released. Lord, have mercy. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes, indeed. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Come on, relationship advice need personal advice just need real advice call up now for ask ye keep the bread hey what's your question for ye hi um so i have this co-worker and we like we had a situation back in september and we decided to like cut it quick because a lot of crazy things were going on i had a baby father that we just broke up and 
he wasn't feeling the whole dynamic, right? So since September, I basically told him I'm done, and he just keeps on coming back and coming back. I'll mm-hmm. tell him no, that like he's publicly disrespecting me at work. He said, "Oh, basically, you're acting like my private part wasn't just in your mouth." And he said, "Whoa, that inappropriate." Exactly. So I'm like, just yesterday, um, we had another conversation. He, I changed my offices, right? So this office that I'm in now has no camera or anything. And now he's coming to my office and closing the door behind him like, oh, can I get another chance? I'm like, no. He said, okay, so can I sleep with you again? And I said, what? No. Why would I want to sleep with you if I just told you no? So I'm kind of, he's like a ticking time bomb. He has a very bad temper. He Mm -mm. threatened me before. And I'm just trying to be nice. But when is it? When does it get to the point where I just like? Okay, first well, I have to go to HR. Well, first of all, you do not have to try to be nice to this person who has no respect or regard for for you. So forget all that trying to be nice. He's put you in a terrible position, and you need to go to HR immediately and let them know what's going on because this is something like you said. He has a bad temper. This is affecting your work. It's inappropriate in the workplace, and there is nothing that he's doing is right. You have to be honest about everything that's transpired between you guys, but it does not make this okay. And you do not have to be nice. He's not being nice. No, he's making it seem like. It was my fault that we ended things because things did happen. I'm not saying I'm... I'm it don't matter fault. whose fault. It's happen. over. You're saying no. You're not interested. Right. Exactly. And I say it over and over again. Then I basically trying to calm it down because he gets upset sometimes. Not overly upset, but he gets upset sometimes. I'm like, okay, maybe we can try again when we're not working together. So now he's saying, oh, I'm leaving in three months. The day I leave, I'm coming to your office. And I'm like... Oh, no, I should have never said that because now he's expecting something from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, you don't have to you don't have to try to calm him down or make fake promises to get him to leave you alone. What you need to do is make sure you protect yourself. Right. That's all. Like, forget all this being nice for what? And exactly. honestly, like if he comes in your office, I would make sure that I have some type of device if you need to record it or whatever. So well, that you that's, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. I was going to have this one last conversation with him, record it, and then go from there. Yeah, because I don't want it to be your word against his. I want to make sure. I don't know if you have text messages, emails, or anything that you can show. But you also can't be just being nice. You have to be honest and be like, look... I'm not comfortable with you talking to me this way and I don't want it. It's over. But I understand what you're saying about his temper, but also that doesn't mean that you have to compromise yourself for him. So they, they, they had relations before and now he's continuing to push on. And she said, no, she she's no, not right. interested. She does not want him. It don't matter what happened before. Absolutely. And when you go to HR, you let them know everything because he'll try to bring it up, but he should not be speaking to you the way that he is. He should not be making you uncomfortable in your place of business the way that he is. And he's got to go. Facts. Well, thank you. All right. I wish you luck. All right. But I want you to be safe. I want you to handle this. And I want you to feel like you can go to work and not have any type of anxiety about it. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm heading there now. And I'm just nervous. So I called you guys. I was like, let me see what they're, they're going to say to me. And that's exactly what I need to do. I need to go to HR, stop being nice, and mm-hmm. just handle business the way it needs to be handled. Okay. Good luck, mama. Thank you. All righty. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey.
keep it real with your, with your Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Morning, Ask Yee. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Toya from Detroit, Michigan. Hey, hey Toya. What up, though? Hey. Hey, what's up? Um, so this is my question. Um, I had a whole situation. I'm getting married August 21st. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, my fiance, one of his sisters, is one of my bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been planning my wedding for like a year and a half now. She recently just popped up and um, announced to the family that she was pregnant. And she is five months pregnant. So by the time my wedding comes, she will be like six or seven months pregnant. So I end up um, sending her a text message just kind of like giving her the option basically because my vision for my wedding was to not not to have, you know, a baby bump in the lineup or whatever. So I sent her a text message and kind of just like, I didn't put her out of the wedding, but I gave her the option. I just basically made it sound good and just tell her like you know I don't know how you're going to be feeling at the time so if you want to opt out that's totally fine I still want you to be a part of it you didn't kick her out but you kicked her out you tried to convince alright so go ahead so that sound like I kicked her out yes okay yeah so it was a whole big thing like it was a whole big thing so the following day my fiance's father had called and he was like basically checking my fiance like why would you why would Eric why would would she put her out of the wedding so it was a big thing between me and my fiance. We went to counseling on it and everything. And basically the counselor kind of, he didn't say I was wrong, but he kind of sided with my fiance on it. And he was saying that, you know, um, it was a, it was a, it was a sensitive situation for her already. Mm-hmm. And for me to kind of add to it, it, it could be kind of, you know, detrimental or whatever, but me and her made up and I love her to death. Like she's one of my closest, like I'm very close to her. So I felt so bad about the situation. And I really didn't want it to come off as I put her out, but that's what everybody is taking it as. And now it's just kind of awkward. Like, she's back in the wedding, but it's just awkward. I feel like it's awkward for her. I feel like it's a little awkward for me. Well, Jet, did you tell her that you were wrong? Because sometimes you do have to just say, I was really wrong for doing what I did. Yeah, I did. I, I did. And she was like, thank you for taking the accountability. Like, I said it just like that. Like, that was totally wrong. I was like, that was the dumbest shit I could have ever said to you. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I still want you to be a part of the wedding. But coming from my point of view, like, I just felt like that wasn't my vision for my wedding. And me being a bride, I had a certain, like, you know, vision that I wanted. So I felt like the baby bump was kind of like, you know, being the pictures and all this and that or whatever. But, but that's... Then when the situation happened, I felt like, okay, now I'm obligated to have her at my wedding because it's a big thing. I get it. Look, I understand that people have visions of how they want things to look visually, but it really is a beautiful thing. And... You said that's one of your best friends. You love her. The last thing you want to do is hurt her feelings. I mean, she didn't plan right. to get pregnant to try to ruin your vision for your wedding. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I I appreciate that. And that's why I've just been talking to other people, getting like other people's point of views. And mostly everybody I talk to kind of say the same thing. Like, you had to, you got to apologize for that. That was wrong. And, you know, just move forward. I just don't want it to be awkward going forward with us. Or it's her. only going to be awkward if you make it awkward. I'm sure she doesn't want it to be awkward either. Maybe y'all need some alone time to go to dinner or something for you to just, you know, uh, formally apologize to her, show her that. You know, you know that you were wrong. It was selfish. You were being a little bit of a bridezilla. Yeah. And you can admit that and just say, you know, it is a lot for me. It's been stressful, but I never wanted to put that on you. And congratulations to you. And I'm excited that your child will be here to share this day with us in your belly. Cool. Yeah, that sounds real good.
And I did. So I also told her after the wedding is over, I got something special planned for her. Just to show her that my apology was sincere and just to show her that I love her. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You messed up. That's all. I'm, damn, I messed up. Okay, thank you. No thank problem. You. I love y'all so much. I listen to y'all every morning. I'm on. I'm in the car <clears> with my son this morning. He be telling me to call. Like, mom, try to get in. Try to get in. We be calling from two phones. So I'm so happy I got through. That's what it. Tell me, what's up. Yeah, what's your son's name? He right here. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? Young King. How you doing, brother? Be good to your mama, man. Good. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right. Have fun at the wedding. All right. All thank right. you. Have a good day, y'all. Bye. You too. You too. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. That's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's that time again. Ask Charlemagne and DJ Envy anything. Pick it up, pick it up, pick, pick it, it up. up. It's time to ask c &E. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C&E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, 800-585-1051. Hello, what's your question for C&E? What's up? What's up, Envy? What's up, Charlamagne? How y'all doing? What's, what's up, up, Queen? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. My name is Kaya. Um, I'm from New York. I live in North Carolina now, so I just I catch y'all on our radio app. Okay. Appreciate you. As you guys know, most people have crazy baby daddies. I have one of those as well. Um, I took like two years off. He was my college sweetheart. It took like two years off, and now I'm back in school, and he happens to be back in school as well. We have the same class, and, you know, I'm pretty cute. You know what I'm saying? So I get attention from guys. He's crazy. He, was, um, he said to me, like, what was this, about Thursday, he was like, I know you like to pray on young kids. And that's among other crazy things that he says. Mind you, we haven't been together for over a year and a half, but for some reason, he feels like I'm his property. So, my question to you guys, being that you guys are married and, you know, have kids and all that stuff, how do I deal with this and still manage to co-parent correctly? Well, no man should be looking at you as property. Not That's number all. one. You need to make it clear that you're not his. But I mean, I do, I do respect him for, uh, I guess, addressing his insecurities. But you have to let him know that that's what they are. They're just insecurities. But they're not together. Oh, y'all not together? I no, thought y'all together. Not together. I've, I've made it very clear to him. We haven't had sex or anything like that. We've been broken up for a year and a half. We probably haven't had sex in about a year. So, oh. is this a nuisance? It's a consistent nuisance. He's crazy. I told him he should go and get his his mind checked out. He recently told me that he found out he's bipolar. But is he taking a medication? We don't know. Um, so my family's concerned. My mother's like, Kaya, don't take that lightly. You know. Um, yeah, I'm with your mother. Don't take it lightly, man. Keep one eye on him. But I would definitely be clear that, that you're not his. Like, I would separate everything. Like, let him see his child when it's time to see his child. Don't do anything together where he thinks that y'all together or thinks that y'all dating or thinks he has a shot or a chance. Nah, B. Yeah, and the next person he's going to be threatening with violence is you. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to tell him the truth. You got to be like, look, we haven't had sex in a year. There's plenty of women out there that got box better than mine. Go find somebody. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure about that one, but all right, cool. Oh, yeah, of course you're not sure about that one. Of course. Of course you're not. Hold on, mama. Tanisha, what's up? What's your question for C&E? Hold on. Huh? You got some more advice for her? She has another question. Oh. Tanisha, what's your question for C&E? Hi, guys. Um. Okay, so my question is, my parents, they basically up and moved to Colorado like three years ago, and they, they went out there because God told them to go out there or something like that. But apparently they must have misheard the message because they out there struggling, <laughs> ready to come back, so on and so forth. And 
um, they always call me and ask me for money, like, oh, we need money for this, we need money for that, and it's just like, it's getting to the point where it's like, I'm getting tired of doing that, but on the other hand, it's like, I don't want to see them suffer, they're older, you know, like, their health is failing. Well, how much, how much they asking for? Um... They ask from anything from fifty to three to five hundred dollars. Are you do, are you doing good in life? Um, I'm doing all right. I am twenty eight. I'm a CPA. Uh, don't quite make six figures yet, but um, I'm doing okay. But it's just getting to the point where I'm just like, if I continue to give them money every single time they ask. I'm not going to be doing okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I think they just out there spending that money on weed. They in Colorado. Yeah, weed I think is they spend, in Colorado. I think, yeah, I think they spending all your money on weed. Okay, well, it might... I don't know if they spending on weed. My mom, she might be spending on wine, but I don't know. Now she's talking about she's in a hospital right now, and my my stepdad, he's out there, and he's doing Uber Eats. He was doing Uber, but he got kicked off for that. Now he's doing Uber Eats. You got to send your mama some money now. Come on, let's be honest. Like, like your mama and your poppy helped you when you were a kid and all the way till you was 21 years old, correct? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when did they stop taking care of you, boo? Um, I mean, honestly, I live on and off with my grandma for basically most of my life. And then by the time I hit eighth grade, I stayed with my grandma. I'm going to tell you two pieces. Of, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. I'm going to tell you what my mama told me. My mama told me that kids do not owe their parents anything. That's what she told me, right? Right? In reference to my father. Now, that's number one. Number two, you should tell your parents, I don't want to get in between the lesson that God is trying to teach you. <laughs> okay? God told you to go out here. God got y'all struggling for a reason. I don't want to intervene with what God is trying to teach you, mom and dad. Don't you do that. Your okay? mom's in the hospital. You hold your mom no, down while you, she's in the hospital. You tell mom and dad. Bad, like, part of me understands exactly what you're saying, Charlamagne, but other part of me is just like... That's your you know, mama! That's Listen. your mama. Exactly. Don't let your mama go in that hospital, you man. You had it to give, you should give it. That is very true, go. but maybe, just Thank maybe, you, mama. this is not what God has in their plans. Oh, my goodness. 800-585-1051. Ask C&E. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, Charlamagne, you got a positive note for the people. A positive note is simple, man. I really want you to remember this. The real flex in life, the real flex is letting some people talk about the old you while you heal and evolve into the new you. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.